up, motherfuckers? It's Mary, real mother of God, and I am back. I am actually recording this from my car, my lovely 2017 Subaru that used to belong to my wonderful stepmother, Sheila. Um, because guess what? I'm going on a little road trip. Woohoo! And I'm currently stuck in the worst damn traffic ever. Like, I'm talking sit-still traffic just because the left lane is, like, closed for some reason. I've never really understood traffic because I'm, like, just drive. I don't know. Just keep driving. I get traffic, like, if you're, like, if there's, like, people going off of an exit and there's, like, a light at the exit and so it, and it's, like, a red light and it, like, backs up. But... When it's literally on a highway like this and there's no one, there's no one leaving, going on exit, and it's literally just a lane that's closed, I'm like, why is this happening? Car accidents make sense, too, because, you know, sometimes everyone just has to stop, but that is not the reason. So, I don't know why this is happening. I felt bad because I tried to stay in the left lane as long as I could. So, because the left lane was going faster, obviously, because we weren't supposed to be driving in it. And then I eventually had to merge into, like, the right lane. Um, and this lady sped up so that I couldn't do it. I had my blinker on. She saw me. We made eye contact. She knew exactly what I was trying to do. And she fucking pedaled the metal. And I said, nah, bitch, I'm coming in. And she let me in. She had to. She had no choice. It was like... Not looking back on it, I could have been nicer about it. And, like, it, if I didn't get my way, then, like, I would probably be paying with my insurance for her car's damages. Because that's obviously my fault. But, um... You live and you learn. And she let me in because she knows I'm alpha. She She knows I'm an alpha, so... Oh, but yeah, why am I on a road trip? I am going to Virginia to meet my dad. My dad lives in South Carolina. That is where my license is from, but I've never lived there a day in my life. But, you know, he handles a lot of my things, like, um, he helps me with taxes, and, um, his address is my legal address, because it's, like, easier that way, and, you know, he's kind of a baller for that. Um, but it's halfway... Virginia is halfway between Syracuse and South Carolina. And it's because I'm sending Penny away to obedience camp because she needs to learn how to be a good dog. And it's really freaking sad because she's going to be gone till Thanksgiving. Today is what? October? October? I don't know what day of October it is, but it's probably like, what, October 7th, maybe? That sounds right in my head. Um, she's not gonna be back till Thanksgiving, and I, this is the longest I'll ever be away from Penny. I haven't been away from Penny in, the longest so far I've been away from Penny was a week. And before I did that week, I had never been away from her, and that whole week, all I could do was think about her and talk about her, so I really don't know how, how it's gonna go with being away from her for like a month and a half, because... She's my girl. We do, Penny and I do everything together. I bring her everywhere on campus. We sleep in the same bed sometimes because she crawls in. We cook together. We 
share meals together. I don't mean to share meals, but sometimes she gets some stuff off my plate. Today I had pancakes with my friends, and there were also breakfast sausages, and Penny got two sausages. Yay, Penny! But while I am sad to, to be bringing Penny to obedience school, I am really excited for her to come back and be very well behaved because she is not well behaved. She likes to jump on the countertops and lick shit out of the sink and bark at me for no reason. And that's honestly just about it. But I'd also like to be able to have her like listen to me. She has selective hearing um, where she does not listen to me if she doesn't feel like it. But this will teach her to listen to me all the time, which will be really nice. And she'll be least trained, so she won't choke herself every time we go outside, which is a lot. Penny and I go outside at least five times a day because that's how much she pees, sometimes more. But also, I've been running with her, and when I run with her, sometimes she like gets too excited and starts running a little too fast, and then she starts choking herself, and it's like, there's a, there's a way that this doesn't need to happen, but she doesn't know that, but she's gonna learn! And also, it would be nice to, like, be able to have her off leash sometimes. So, like, if I call her, she'll come and, like, she'll stay by me and stuff, which is really good. Because then I'll, then I'll, I'll be able to, like, take her to more places, which is good. Because we already do everything together, but I would love to do even more together. Like, my teacher brought her dog to class one time, and now I'm kind of like, I should bring Penny to class sometime. So... I think I'm gonna do that eventually but like right like I said like right now she just like won't be able to because if you don't give her attention for a minute she'll start barking at you but after this she won't yay Penny's a really good car dog I have her bed up here on the front seat and she's just cuddling in her little bed and looking at me she's falling asleep though her eyes are slowly shutting she just had a good bone chew so you know she's exhausted but whatever whatever but yeah so I'm giving her to my dad and then my dad's taking her to South Carolina because it's so much it's three times cheaper in South Carolina than it is in New York like around Syracuse so obviously we're gonna do that and he had his dog go and get trained and she is so good now and his dog was even crazier than Penny so I'm very optimistic and Penny's a really quick learner too she learns really fast um even though she can be kind of a jerk sometimes, but she learns really fast. So I have really high hopes. I'm really excited for her and for me, even though I know we're going to miss each other. The craziest thing is that she has no idea she's going here. <laughs> Everyone was like, bye, Penny. Oh, I love you, Penny. Goodbye, Penny. I love you so much. And I'm like, she had no fucking idea what's happening right now. Like, she does not care that you are saying bye right now. She doesn't speak English, and she doesn't know. I just want her to have a good time, you know? I kind of understand. When my mom dropped me off at summer camp, one time she cried, and I didn't quite understand why, and now I get it. I get it. I'm dropping my little baby off at camp. It kind of reminds me of fat camp, because it's not camp that you want to go to. 
Like, I feel like people who go to fat camp always hate fat camp because, like, you can't eat what you always want to and because you're there because people think you're fat. That fucking sucks. And, like, for this, it's for Penny, it's, like, she has to go to this camp and be yelled at and be told that she's a bad girl. So, it's not, it's nowhere close to fat camp because... I, I do dogs go to fat camp? I don't think so. Sorry for com- sorry for comparing fat camp to obedience camp for dogs. That's my bad. Not in a comparison that people that fat people are like dogs. That that is something I want to make clear. I do not believe that at all. I am not Lizzo. Okay. Jesus, sorry. I'm just digging myself deeper. So this past weekend. My parents came, my dad and my stepmom, Sheila, they came and visited me at Syracuse and it was so much fun because the only other time my dad has been to Syracuse was, let's see, my freshman year, which was during COVID. So like he couldn't come in and see my dorm or anything and we really couldn't do anything. And it was in February, so it was freezing cold. Um... We literally sat in an auditorium and, like, bullshitted for, like, two hours. Which we did again this time. We went back to the same one, and we brought Penny, and she just ran laps around it. But it was really fun, and I'm happy that Sheila got to see it, too, because, you know, I'm a senior. The only other time they're going to be up there is for graduation. So it's good to, like, be able to show them, like, a day in my weekend, you know, instead of, like, graduation weekend, because that's just a whole other thing. Um... And it was great, and we saw the Clemson game. So South Carolina, my brother went to Clemson, my dad's a big Clemson fan, my grandpa's a Clemson fan. It's a big deal. The Clemson game's a big deal for Syracuse, too. And we were undefeated until we played Clemson because they kicked the shit out of us, which is really sad. Um, I asked, so my friend Cap is a football manager. He's one of the football managers, and I asked him, I was like, what, what's it like post-game when you lose, especially a really big one like Clemson? And he told me that in the locker rooms, it's silent. No one's talking to each other. I was like, so, like, the coaches aren't, like, screaming at them or nothing? Like, it's just, like, silent? He was like, yeah, but, like, the coaches will be like, um, do you guys hear that? That's literally my directions. Did you hear that? Okay, anyways. The, he said that the coaches will be like, good effort guys like all this stuff and then I was like so they don't ever get yelled at and he goes no no on Tuesday when we have practice they're gonna get their shit rocked and I was like whoa that sucks being a football player must be hard one because you need to get tackled by men all the time and that can't feel good and two because um you get yelled at um I also learned a lot about football I didn't really like football, and I realized it's because I never actually knew the rules. And my dad luckily taught me a lot about football, which was nice. Like, now I know what a touchback is. Don't ask me, but I know what it is. And I know false starts and personal fouls and um, that there's one, there's a kicker on the team, and that's all he is. That's all he does, and if he gets touched, you get a foul. What? I want to be... What a pussy compared to everyone else on the team. Just kicks a little football and doesn't want to get touched. 
I say that as being a person who, if I played football, I would totally be the kicker. Um, also, in some cases, it's also the least gay position, I guess. So maybe, I don't know. Because, you know, football, you know how they always talk about football is, like, really gay because it's, like, all these guys just toppling over on each other? I guess since the kicker can't be touched, that's kind of the least gay position. I don't know the other position, so I can't say what the gayest position would be. I'm assuming quarterback because he's like the leader of all of the men, you know, and they all like love him and rely on him like a father figure kind of, which is very Freudian, but also, you know, gay. And then, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. But also, I feel like the kicker has the most pressure in the game, too, because if you fuck up a kick, it's like that's your one. You don't really have a lot of other times to redeem yourself. And everyone's watching you. And, yeah, I'm wondering what other, like, if he has to participate in all of the drills, though. Like, you know how they have those, like, fake people, and then they run up to um, the thing, and they, like, push the fake people? Like, I'm wondering if he has to do that. Another thing is that my boyfriend's parents were up this weekend, too, so they got to hang out with my parents, which was nerve-wracking at first. But it went really, really well, and it was so much fun. We went to get Italian dinner, and we all got drunk, and it was really fun. And it was my boyfriend's 22nd birthday, and it was my birthday, like, two weeks before, so we kind of, like, celebrated together, which was really sweet. And his dad and my dad are very similar We had this waiter who was just kind of cuckoo in the head, but he was really nice. He was just, like, not a good waiter. Um, poor guy. And my dad is one to get frustrated with people when they are not doing their job correctly. (laughs) And so is Jim's dad. My boyfriend's dad is also that way. And they... Jim's dad looks at my dad and goes, cheers to being polite. And they clink glasses because they were both starting to get frustrated but were composing themselves. And personally, I'm very proud of them for that. That was very kind of them to be polite. And it's nice that they have but that they have each other now to relate to. Another thing we talked about was my grandmother and her boyfriends. My grandma has a boyfriend named John, very nice man. My grandma's 83? I don't know what year she's born in. She turned, no, she's definitely older than 83. God, you would never know she's 83. She does not look 83 at all. But it's crazy that she's nearing nine. She turned 80 when I was a senior in high school. So she's probably like 84. God damn. Yeah, you would never know this woman is in her 80s. Um. But she has boyfriends, so when my grandpa died, it took her a while, but then she started dating again, because, you know, she's a spunky lady. She's got, she's, she looks good, and my dad decided to tell Jim's family about her ex-boyfriend. He has passed away now. May he rest in peace. None of us really liked him that much, uh, and here's why. He had this thing called a pump-up penis. Which, this is going to sound fake, but trust me, you have to believe me. Basically, a pump-up penis is, um, when your penis doesn't work anymore, but, uh, 
and Viagra doesn't do anything for you. Because I don't think it's, like, an issue where it's, like, blood flow. I think it's, like, something worse than that, like, something more serious. Basically, they take one of your balls, they cut open your ball sack, and they put, they take all the insides out of one of your ball sacks, and they put in a pump. Like, and then they put a little hose into your penis to inflate it. Like Reebok pumps. You guys know Reebok pumps the sneakers that just fucking, that you like pump it up at the tongue and it like puts air into the bottom of your shoe. Basically, he has like a Reebok pump up penis. <laughs> Which is insane. And honestly, if I could have any brand endorsement, I would want a Reebok pump up penis because that's kind of lit. Uh, Reebok, please sponsor me. Um, but basically, in order to have sexual relations with someone, this man had to grab his ball and squeeze it to make the air go into his penis. Which is just insane to me. Because he'd have to be like, hey babe, one sec, I have to inflate my penis. That is one downer. And I also just feel like if I saw a man squeezing his ball, I would be like really nervous. Oh, guys, there's a cop car, so I'm setting my phone farther from my mouth so that he doesn't see me talking. Okay, we've passed him. I'm in the clear now. I, he's also busy pulling someone over. Anyways, that to me is just crazy. And also something I've been thinking a lot about is how he gets the air out of his penis. Because there's got to be some kind of... Because you need the penis to stay inflated. You can't just keep pumping it when you're having sex. That's just a distraction and will not. That will just will not do. That will not do. Do you fart? Question. Do you put your thumb in your mouth and blow? Do you squeeze the penis? But if you squeeze the penis, where does the air go? Your butt? And that's a fart. Do you have a little uh, plug in the base of your penis that you unplug so that it goes out like a air mattress or like a pool inflatable? I don't know. This is a question that I have that I feel like I could probably find the answer to if I looked it up. But I'm honestly a little scared to look up Pump Up Penis. Because, personally, that's terrifying. Because I don't know if I'm going to end up seeing one. And I feel like this is something that happens among older gentlemen. And if I look it up and there's an image, is it going to be an older gentleman's penis? I don't want to see that. But also, I'm curious, so in two Fridays from now, I'll update you guys. <laughs> I'll update you guys on what I decide to do. Anyways, I had a good week. I had a midterm for this one class, and it is... I don't even know. It's about English, the English language and like how it's developed. I told you guys about my professor, the, the stroke victim who rides in a little go-kart around and she's actually so awesome and rocks really hard and she's really funny. She's kind of the worst professor ever because uh, 
there's like barely a syllabus. Um, but we had a midterm for her and she said that it was going to be on Thursday. It was not on Thursday. We showed up to class on Tuesday. And she goes, we're taking the midterm today. And we went, what? And she goes, I couldn't figure out how to put it on Blackboard. Blackboard is like our software that we use. If you're in college, you probably know what it is. Um, she's like, couldn't figure it out. And I was like, we've been using this software for so long. She should know how to use it. Anyways, she couldn't figure it out. And so she was like, I can't give it to you on Thursday because I'm not going to be here and you can't access it. And we were like, okay, wait, hold. I am changing lanes. Success. I changed lanes. Um, anyways, yeah, she was like, so basically what she did is she went through all of the questions on the board and had us take out a piece of paper and write down the answers. <laughs> But it wasn't just like the answers on the board. She put the test on Blackboard. Like she had all the questions on Blackboard, but just didn't know how to post the test for us to take it on our own laptops. So she just scrolled through like the draft of the test, but there were answers on it. Like the answers were in there. Most of them were multiple choice. And she was like, the answers that I say is it's right are random. I still put those answers anyway because I was like, I probably would have better luck that way anyway than just guessing because I have not learned anything from that class. Um, but like there were some fill in the blank questions and the answer was on the board. Which rocked, honestly. And I think I did okay. I thought I wasn't gonna pass this course. Guys, I think I'm gonna pass if this is what the tests are like because this is lit. Anyways, that was my first midterm. I also had a class, my sex, sociology of sex and gender class, my professor is kind of a downer. She was like, the custodian who cleans this room died. And we were like, oh, that sucks. And she was like, that's why it's so messy. And we were like, oh, okay, like that sucks. And then she proceeded to talk about how he had a whole family and how she was like talking to the guy who like told her, who's like head of the custodian stuff and how like, um he started crying, it was such a downer. And then she proceeded to tell us that for the next class we have to learn about uh, sex trafficking. What? What a downer. I mean, I'm not looking forward to class on Wednesday. Oh yeah, I have fall break, so I don't have class Monday and Tuesday, suckers. I don't have to go to class. Which is why I'm also, this is a good time to drive down to Virginia because I have extra days. A lot of my friends are going to like Canada or home or Vermont. I, for some reason, have a strange amount of friends going to Vermont. I have three friends going to Vermont. Maybe more who I just didn't ask what they're doing, but three friends I asked and they're going to Vermont. Um, but yeah, not much has really happened. I feel like I didn't really have much to update you guys. I just kind of talked about boring things this time, but I would like to thank you sincerely for listening. Um, it really means a lot to me. Um, I'm having my first improv show on the 19th of October. If anyone would like to come and attend, it's free. It's at Syracuse University's 
campus. Um, you can follow my improv group at Zamboni Rev on Instagram. So, like, you know, like, um, the info will be there if you guys are, any of you guys are interested in coming. It's nothing, it's nothing serious. It's really chill and, like, it's not going to be, like, groundbreaking comedy, but it will be fun for sure. And I would love to get a full house, so come on down. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry this was not a very put-together episode. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm in the car and trying to navigate the interstate while also talking to you guys. Um, but thanks for coming along for my drive and keeping me company. And please put questions in the comments about what you want me to talk about. Um, cause I would love, I love getting your questions and then answering them. And yeah, follow me on TikTok at real underscore Mary underscore mother underscore of underscore God or on Instagram at Mary.shallaby. Um, love you guys. Thanks. I'll talk to you in two weeks.